The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Gray Hat week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to discuss the balance of ranking optimization and risking your domain's reputation. Joining us for Gray Hat SEO week is Joe Sinkwitz, who is the principal at Digital Heretics, which is a brand reputation management agency. Joe is also the co-owner of the Advanced Search Summit and a co-founder and CEO of IntelliFluence, which is a SaaS tool that helps brands discover the right influencers for their products pitch them, and get honest reviews. He's had a wide variety of experiences related to SEO, content optimization, and helping brands get out of trouble. And we're excited to talk to him today about what he thinks Gray Hat SEO is and what are some of the dangers of running a Gray Hat SEO practice. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Sinkwitz, principal of Digital Heretics. Joe, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Good to be chatting with you today, Ben. Excited to have the conversation. And honestly, I have to say, excited to have somebody like you to come on the show. We've had a hard time finding SEOs being willing to come on and talk about gray hat SEO practices. Why do people want to talk about what the line is between what's right and wrong in the SEO community. What are you doing here? I think that mostly we're just allergic to losing money, if you really break it down like that. I mean, the biggest problem that we ever saw, and you know, I call it the black hat community, frankly. You know, gray is seen as black by Google, is as soon as a tactic is understood a little bit better, it's outed and then it's dead. So I think in a lot of cases, people just want to shut up and make money. I think there's a personal branding element to this as well, where 
if Google thinks that Gray Hat is Black Hat and your name shows up next to Gray Hat, people might start to think that you're being a little shady. In reality, we don't really know where the line is in between white and black hat SEO. It's a constantly changing environment. So talk to me about what you think gray hat SEO is. What's the difference between white and black? And and where's the middle ground? Sure. So I'll first start by defining white hat. And so I always view in terms of hacker terms, white hat is by going through the, the listed rules of the system by adhering to the TOS, to the letter and spirit of the law. Black hat is adhering to the rules of the system that are not stated. So it's essentially finding out what, what variables you might change influences the overall ranking. Gray hat, therefore, would be somewhere in the middle where you're pretty close to potentially adhering to maybe the letter of the TOS, but not the spirit of the TOS. Maybe just being like slightly underhanded, slightly misleading. Unfortunately, I still view gray hat as being a non-existent thing because in Google's view, it's very binary. They, you either are adhering by the rules today before they change them on you, or you're not. So any, anything that I say like, okay, you know, this tactic kind of works in a gray way, they're going to view it as black hat. It's interesting because I think of black hat being knowingly breaking the rules and gray hat being, well, the rule isn't very clear. So I'm going to try these tactics and hope that Google doesn't get upset and penalize me. But something that you're uncertain about, you've worked in this area, digital heretics, you're helping brands get out of trouble. We call it a brand reputation management agency. But really, when a brand works with you, a lot of the times they've got themselves into some deep shit and they need some help getting out. You've seen a fair amount of, of, let's call it gray hat or black hat SEO. Where are are brands getting in trouble? You know, why are people coming to you and what are some of the common themes that you run into helping brands rebuild their reputation? There's a lot of different reasons why. And I know that I'm not alone in this, but the main reason tends to be they knowingly screwed something up. You know, maybe they made a mistake in their normal business practice that cascaded into a search problem. Sometimes it is more uh, innocent where they had a technical mishap where it might be blocking robots in, you know, robots text, you know, for Googlebot. Sometimes it might be deploying a no-index across the domain. There's, there's lots of things like that where when we come in, it's a very easy fix. But usually it's related to a problem where they knew that they were being a little aggressive or they were moving in a, down a path that wasn't so great and they got caught. And so our, our role is to basically just unwind that. I mean, I'm thinking of a car metaphor to describe that. There's one where somebody comes to you and is like, I'm not sure why my car is working. And your job is to take the banana peel, the banana out of the tailpipe. And that's a, you know, a, oops, you didn't realize you couldn't do that. All right, it's fixed. And the other one is, hey, you tried to use diesel gas instead of regular fuel. And now we got to flush out the engine and start it over. Let's stick with this car analogy because I like this. All right. I'd say like one of the issues would be more like they didn't bother changing their oil when they were supposed to. And they tried to go another three to five years after that and never changed the oil. So sludge is built up and things are just starting to break down normally because they didn't have any of that, that maintenance, that set of eyes to look at it and say, hey, this is now incorrect because you kept building the site and it's no longer coherent. So there's some of that issue. And then yes, there is the issue of, hey, your problem is you try to run your car entirely on nitro 
and you just blew out the engine. <laughs> it's like, well, what's going to be a cheaper fix? You know, that depends on the type of the car. So there's the negligence aspect of it of where people are trying to punt the costs of prevention down the road. And then there's the, hey, they knew exactly what they're doing, but it still ended up having a negative outcome. Either way, they need it to be fixed. So let's talk about the first two examples, which really has to do with monitoring. When you're talking to brands that have had some problem, they're seeing deterioration in their brand's reputation, they're seeing their rankings dip. How are you evaluating a brand's health? How are you discovering what some of the problems are when it's not necessarily somebody that's knowingly being negligent and got caught? Well, really, I fire up a bunch of different tools just because I've never been satisfied with one particular one to give me everything, right? So I might just start looking in the Google Search Console to see, are there any listed warnings or messages from Google? Are they seeing a drastic dip in the impression rates and the the click-through data? Go into analytics, same sort of situation. Are they seeing weird traffic patterns that can't be explained? Are there strange browser user agent setups where you know maybe there's phony traffic coming in? So I look at that. I look at Ahrefs to see you know more on the link side of things. Are they seeing a big spike of links at some point in time that might correspond with this now drop? Are they getting links that are from hacked pages? Is it more just they purchase links? So I have to like make that evaluation, and then I start looking at you know plugging in the tools like Write to determine, okay, is there issues that are crawling the site? Are they having problems with their, their header tags? Like, is there technical components that are very easy to fix that might be wrong? So I'm, I'm plugging into various tools to see like what is likely the problem. And then it's just a lot of eyeballing and cognitive feedback. You're saying, okay, well, it looks like if I run the site command, it's got way too many pages than I expect. Why is this? Oh, they did not configure this plugin correctly. And therefore, they have 17 versions of duplicate content. Well, welcome to Panda. So like, there's paths that looking at this data leads you down. I never like to come in and try to prescribe a solution before going through the process of examination, because that's like medical malpractice for an SEO. So I like to like really dig in and say, they think they have a problem. What is their actual problem? Discuss it with them, You know, come up with the appropriate pricing, and then fix the problem. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. 
That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I know it doesn't necessarily help the digital heretics business, but give us a couple tips on how you can do the evaluation and understand what's happening before you get into a situation where your domain is being penalized? Are there evaluation tools outside of the ones that you mentioned where you can do monitoring and check the overall health of your domain? Basically, like, how do you check the oil and know when it's time? Sure. So, I mean, I understand that the entire series is actually sponsored by Search Metrics, and they're, they're a, a really valuable tool to use just on like... Stop, stop. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd say like they're actually a valuable tool from a ranking perspective because sometimes the first bit of information that you receive that you have a problem is because your rankings dipped. So looking at the overall visibility, did something change? What changed? And then you know you can start digging into the deeper analysis. So that is fairly handy. And you could throw out things like Nagios for just uptime monitoring because one of those sneaky little things that can jump on you is, is your site having issues resolving? Now, maybe you look at it and everything looks fine, but for whatever reason, it's going down 17 times a night. I, I, this is the second time I've used 17 randomly, so that number's on my mind. But when you have uptime monitoring services, that might say like, hey, maybe when Google's hitting this, it's going down. And therefore, they have less trust that your site's going to be available for a user later in the future. So Joe, when people are setting up their monitoring and their doing their best to optimize their websites and trying to understand what white hat SEO is and not uh, necessarily take on black hat practices, but they're trying to push the agenda and trying to optimize their domain and be aggressive. What are some of the ways where people are getting in trouble? Give me the themes of gray hat where you're finding people are pushing the agenda and, and it turns into black hat. Definitely. So... On the content side of things, one of the issues that I run into is when people try to create a content plan for a specific keyword for a specific page. So they tend to go extremely broad with hundreds, if not thousands of pages that are all minutely focused. In the past, this was okay. But now that there's better awareness and understanding by Google of understanding the relational aspect of phrases to a key topic it's no longer a valid strategy. So sometimes I run into issues where they just try to spin out thousands of pieces of content that are all, for all practical purposes, answer the same question, but they're trying to attack it slightly differently for the keyword purposes. So that's one reason. So content optimization and let's call it keyword stuffing. Yeah, they're, they're, trying, to be, they're trying to be way too nuanced in their approach. Mm -hmm. And the net effect is shooting themselves in the foot with it. The other side of it is on links. And a lot of people buy links because we do this in the industry, whether we say we do or not, everyone buys links. But sometimes they buy essentially the wrong links. And they're just too focused on those phrases once again. I don't even bother with the anchor phrases anymore. If we get it, great. But for the most part, I no longer do just because that's been dialed up so much in terms of you're more likely to hurt yourself than help yourself by going crazy with anchor text if, when you're working on client sites especially. Now, the quality of the link comes into play too. There's a period of time where it was typical to say, I'm just going to go get a link from Forbes and Inc. And it's going to be great because those are high and you know uh, trusted authorities. That, those days are kind of past. 
So like, again, as I mentioned, when we sort of kicked off this interview was as soon as the strategy is really known, it's pretty much dead. And so by only attacking a certain specific subset of sites, trying to get that authority transfer, they end up, you know, hurting themselves. So it's not hard to see where people end up doing it. You can almost look in like a, a random backlink profile and within a couple of can say, this guy is an old school SEO. This guy is new. This guy doesn't have an SEO. Um, yeah, I, I think it becomes that easy. It's interesting. Your description of what some of the ways that SEOs get into trouble is very similar to Jordan Cooney's from our interview last week, where we we're talking about the difference between gray, black, and white hat SEO. And he segmented gray hat SEO into three buckets, keywords and content, backlinks and generating social proof, and then misleading the users, cloaking and JavaScript and experiences where the user might think they're getting one thing and they're getting sent to either another domain or another piece of content. Have you run into any of the user misleading practices or or companies? That to me seems like the real black, black hat stuff. We actually ran into it a lot in early 2012. So right right before Penguin ran, you may remember something called the pay-to-loan update. The pay-to-loan update was my fault. And so what happened is our primary competition was organized crime. And they were mass hacking sites and then redirecting all Googlebot traffic to their next site in the chain. So they're basically just they're, they're hacking thousands and thousands of sites and they're just chaining it along. The effect was all these weird pages to start showing up in search. So you do a query for pay loan and like seven of the top 10 would be hacked sites, junk pages that you know that had nothing to do with pay loans. You know, if a user clicked on it, then it would flip and show uh, JavaScript cloaking to Googlebot so that it looks like it's a normal site and then throw them a squeeze page with the information. So like there's a lot of that really nasty stuff that was going on extremely heavily in those days. The only way that I got it to stop was I did a live hacking demonstration on stage in Salzburg for a search conference because I knew some Googlers in the audience. I did that to show, hey, here's how bad things have got. And thankfully, they, they released a payload update, which was not algorithmic, it was manual. And they started scrubbing this stuff out. Now, I still do see a decent amount of sophisticated JavaScript cloaking and spammier searches. If you go on a lot of the pharmaceutical or crypto stuff right now, you could see the redirects take place. For the most part, in the more boring niches or in more brand-centric stuff, that's less the case, unless, of course, there's like coupons associated. So it sounds like the overall takeaway is the you know the segmentation we had of what's happening with Gray Hat SEO from last week is pretty accurate. So we're going to spend a little bit more time going over those three categories, the backlinkings, the keyword stuffing, and misleading your users over the rest of the week, as Joe explains some of the ways that people have done Gray Hat SEO successfully and some of the practices that are going to get you in trouble. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Joe Sinkowitz, the founder of Digital Heretics. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Joe, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Cygnus SEO, C-Y-G-N-U-S SEO. Or you can visit his company's website, which is digitalheretics.com. D-I-G-I-T-A-L-H-E-R-E-T-I-X.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning when we discuss gray hat tactics for backlinking and generating social proof. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.